shot, have a shot, have a shot. 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 Yes! Yes! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! What a brilliant goal! Look at you see the... What a brilliant goal! Oh my god! I took my lad to Leeds. Oh, so it hasn't been the the greatest last two games for us. A two 0 loss at Hull, um, a four two loss at Nottingham mm. Forest. Many things to go over. I'm not fussed about these losses as long as we're still top of the league. Then mm. I'm happy. No, no, we are top of the league, and that's what should be remembered in this time, isn't it? It's uh, one hell of an achievement starting 2019 top of the league. We've ridden our luck over this festive period, and some of that luck equated to three-two wins after being behind two-nil and two-one stuff, and we probably got our just deserves. Against Hull, from we weren't there, were we? We don't know, but from what we picked up on, by no means did we deserve to win that game. Um, and today against Forest, absolutely, we were just not at the races for eighty minutes. Um, I feel it was riddled with mistakes, both offensively, defensively, uh, to the point where some players, I think, you know, I felt sorry for. For sure, for example, for, for staying on the pitch. I just thought the guy was having an absolute nightmare and it was playing out um, massively. I, I, I'm going to put him down for uh, at mistake for two of the goals. Uh, the one where he passed it back and then there was a corner where he just, it, for some reason, you kind of even saw him. He kind of bottled the challenge and just leaned his hand into the player who then knocked it down for callback to smash it in. I think, was it callback smashed yeah, call it back. in from that? Um I don't think Forrest particularly played well. I don't think they played well, and I think we were absolutely 100% in charge of our own destiny, and we got what we deserved. I think we were on top. Um, it was just that the fact was that all their goals were just mistakes from us, pretty much. First goal, for sure, like back pass, then we, which just went horribly wrong. Here, oh, what have you done? What a terrible mistake, by sure. And I think it was the header from, uh, yeah, their big um, lad up front. Murphy. Who, yeah, Murphy. Murphy just um, beat Pontus Janssen in the air, which um, shouldn't have happened. But then uh, the third goal, callback again, his goal just... Again, for sure, just fluking out the challenge. And then the fourth one was just simply bad defending from Leeds. I think all round it was just a really poor performance for 80 minutes. We we kind of had a, well, probably not 80 minutes. Like, oh, yeah, no, actually, when you think extra time and stuff. I think a good 15, we, we kind of played how we know we can. And two goals came from that, which was absolutely wonderful. I mean, the Jack Clark goal... It just just absolutely profound 
football from from left to right and, and what a great finish for someone who of, of such a, a status to come on and, um, and and do that I've just thought it was so cool calm and collected well, well, that was really well, quite best. good for us particularly mind that just been a draw finish what? finish what? yes get come on. on come on Clark. come on Clark. come on get him great football Brilliant! Come on! That is fantastic stuff. I, I wish Roof had had that finishing prowess to, today. He really didn't have it again. A couple of mistakes from him that really should have been goals. And then the goal that led to Alioski's header, but he was absolutely onside. It was it was a great goal, uh, even though I think Alioski was kind of the epitome of of what went wrong today. I think a lot of bad decisions by individuals and also technically some really poor uh, retention and passing of the ball. It's, um, I think, you know, I generally sit here and go, we got what we deserved out of that match. At no point, you, you say there, we played really well. I, I don't know if we did. I, I think that's, as far as, the amount of mistakes we made in, in a game that I've seen this season, for some reason, that's really sticking out uh, for me as the game where we made some horrendous mistakes. And again, for sure, just everyone's allowed a bad game, man. And he had a he had a nightmare today, and there were two goals that he cost us. I mean, if you think about that, where we could have been two. Key elements I'd, I'd love to talk about today and get your thoughts on because I've already had a bit of a spat on Twitter at Lad to Leeds with a few people on this. I think, uh, number one, how on earth it wasn't 10v10. Phillips's tackle, don't get me wrong, absolutely should have been ascending off. I know, for example, you thought it, it should be on at first, you thought it was just a good strong tackle. Nah. He's going to send him off. He's going to send him off. No way. It's just a strong tackle. Stupid tackle. Let's reverse back. How on earth and I kind of know what people are going to point out to me, but when Harrison got taken down right at the start, I just don't understand. It should have been a red. I, I just don't understand, though, how, how a referee can get such an obvious blatant... This is uh, uh, being in the age-old dictionary of referees that should have been ascending off. I, I, I just don't get it. Oh, I'll tell you what. Ref, referee, referee. got to be a free kick. That should be a goal. That should be a red. On goal. Come on, ref, get in that That's pocket. That's a red. He was in on goal there, ref. He's got to send him off. He's got a, a yellow. No way. No way. He was through on goal. Look at that. Look at that! That is that's There's a red. no way that fox was getting there, is it? Uh, you know that's why uh, I think if there was anything that gave me a little bitterness about losing to these guys, it's it should have been 
10 men a lot earlier on and it should have been the Forest player that was sent off. Having said that, um, again, check our timeline at Lad to Leeds. A lot of Hull fans do, so it'd be brilliant if some Leeds fans could. But I I um, said at the start, I hope such thing as karma doesn't exist because at the end of the day, Ruth handballed and went in. And I feel like karma hit his back like double hard today and that double hard was definitely that decision against Harrison. It was wrong, simple as that. But the, the second decision was like the foreshore, the foreshore pass back to lead to their goal. I haven't, you know, regardless of all the poor passing that went on around it, yeah, it's, yeah we have 71%, whatever it was, percentage uh, possession. But at the end of the day, if you're going to give the ball away like we did today, that doesn't matter a jot. And I think the foreshore goal epitomised where it was. So actually, for the handball goal that stung you at Ellen Road, Nottingham Forest, I think for me, I'm going to put my hand up and say, do you know what? You got it back in double form at least today. You got your karma in floods. You really did. You you, you didn't play well today, Nottingham Forest. Yeah, and and other commentators on Sky were giving it. Oh, look at the players! They're really behind the manager. They're going to save his job. I'm telling you now, Karanka will be sacked in what probably, but but he won't be manager in February. I'll be amazed if Karanka's manager. I mean, not that I'm going to take much notice, but he won't be manager by then. He's going to end up going. We played terrible today, and you know what? Teams are allowed to play terrible, especially. When you can ride your look like Leeds have over this festive period, coming back, losing twice in a row and still be top of the league. Well, I mean, the Harrison incident, I mean, it should have been a straight red. I mean, uh, there was no chance that the defender to the left of Harrison was not going to get the ball. It was a clear on. It was a clear on view. He he got a touch. You could see he was going to line up the shot. And then he gets nudged. He goes down. It should be a straight red. It, it shouldn't be a yellow. Because the player to the left, he's not going to get that. He's not going to get a touch on that ball. Because Harrison was just going to get a shot away. But for me, I reckon it should have been a straight red. Uh, I get the possession stats look great. But at the end of the day, if you're going to chuck the ball away like we did today... I mean, did you feel that? Because you, you said before you thought we played really well. Yeah, well, to be honest, possession doesn't win your games. I can say that. Unless you use the possession correctly, it doesn't win your games. Because people can just hit you on the counter-attack easily, you see, if you, if you throw it away like us. But, you know, I'm all behind this possession thing, but personally, I don't like... Huh. I wouldn't choose it as a place. Well, well, no, no, but uh, no, you're right. You're right. Let's not get things confused here. The possession is is great. I'm not. I'm not arguing that the possession isn't is not a great aspect of our game. I think it's absolutely bloody brilliant. You know, I love it. But at the same time, if you're going to play a game like we did today, that there's players a well, who who just um, because unfortunately of what happened with his his performance technically today it was for sure you know he was he was at fault for two of the goals you know he just was not you know you say he's not at the races it's it's i think when you have so many players playing that that making so many mistakes and pablo hernandez made lots today 
he made at least three that I can remember of where you just thought, why why have you even... It was so obvious what he was trying to do for whatever reason. And I don't know why, because I'm not on the, the training pitch. Our players today really underperformed and made bad decisions. Bad decisions and bad technical moves, except for a 15, 10-minute 15 period where we scored two goals, which just shows the level we can go to so easily. And it almost seemed like brilliance and wizardry by Bielsa. I've got, to, I've got to admit, I admire Bielsa's tactics in that scenario. I was really excited at halftime to see how, as, as devastated as it was, knowing what was in front of us as a challenge, I was really excited to see what Bielsa did. And, you know, to do the Harrison-Clark thing again. But is that the fourth game in a row? Is it the third it's game in a row? I mean... He just went attacking. You know, I'm, I'm assuming you, you said he went to a back three. I'm, I'm not quite sure. He did. I think it was, uh, I think it was um, Janssen, Ailing, and um, Douglas. Douglas, yeah. But then I think what happened was, like, the Ailing and uh, Douglas went up, and I think, and Forshaw dropped back to make it two. Mm, yeah. There was a moment though, for sure, seemed really pushed up high, continuing, but I suppose if you're going to go and try and win it, you've got to do it. So to summarise that element, I think horrific ball retention and uh, really poor pass completion, if you're going to get that kind of technically specific about it by Leeds today, I think that led to our goals. Something that's really flared up uh, and I've, I've kind of had to withdraw because I hate having arguments with Leeds United fans and people who followed a podcast. But certainly, the Bailey Peacock Farrell, uh, the commentators on Sky made a point of flagging up how he came out uh, of the goal, then backed in for the header that came in. And that all of a sudden has flared up the Bailey Peacock Farrell bandwagon of, of saying he's cost us games. I'm, uh, and as, as I look on the social media for me, I am not in that camp. I actually think uh, Bailey Peacock Farrell is probably one of the most talented goalkeepers, certainly in the championship. And I'm not quite sure who we're expected to get in to challenge him for that. Top class keepers, as we've discussed on this podcast before, make mistakes. I don't think he made a mistake today. I, I, and and I, I'm willing to bet if those commentators on Sky hadn't flagged that up as a as the mistake then we wouldn't have had this furore of Bailey Peacock. I actually think the mistakes are happening in front of him. I, I think it's a misjudgment by Pontus on that. I really do. He he messed up. He's the one who came out too far, too quickly, left his man, uh, where if he was standing goal side to him, would have had more of a chance of blocking it. But he made the gung-ho decision to go and try and win it and completely mistimed it. In fact, everything everyone's pointing the finger at, Bailey Peacock Farrell for that headed goal, it's more in Pontus's hands, unfortunately. I mean, just look at it. Um, I think the mistakes are coming before it. And the big one for me is, rather than look at Bailey Peacock Farrell for goals conceded, look at the corners. Why don't why, we really struggle with anything that is either a corner or a cross into the box is where we're struggling. And I don't think you can pin that on the keeper. I think there's a back four there. And you might even count it as a back five when that when Forshaw is going to be coming in to uh, defend as well. I think that's where the problem is, not Bailey Peacock-Farrell. And let, let's turn it on its head. 
you're allowed to disagree with me here, by the way, so don't think you have to agree with me. Bailey Peacock Farrell, is he good enough or not? Right now, if if we do want to go, I'd, I really do think that we do need to get a goalkeeper in. So who? I mean, no, 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 actually that's unfair. Why? Firstly, look at the mistakes he's made, like, especially against West Brom. Some of them, like, I mean, I know West Brom was quite a while back. One of them just, like, hit his hand and just went in. It was, it was like, mistakes like that. Then you, have, you need someone with, like, a strong arm. You can't just have someone where a ball hits it. Like today again, it's just misjudgment with the with him coming out. I think I feel like we need someone who can like read read what's gonna happen and and like have like good like ball skills and like is able to catch it and able to make them saves which like are powerful shots. See, I I think they're really good points, but at the same time, I'm sorry to butt it because I I generally think you know and what you're saying a lot of people say. I I I think it's two steps in front of what's going on in front of him. I think it's crystallising that moment with Pontus today. You know, everyone's looking at Bailey Peacock Farrell. That was Pontus's mistake for that goal. I don't think Bailey Peacock Farrell made a mistake today. In fact, I would flag up. You know, did he keep us in the game? I think what was coming because of the, the way the ten in front of him were playing, it was never, it was never going to look great today um you know sorry to be a negative nelly on it but we just we just weren't at the races as simple as that but unluckily we're in a position where we can afford for, for a performance like that and i very much expect something better moving forward but he even made that great save when he was one-on-one with the keeper there i'm oh, sorry with that striker um by the way Sorry to divert out of Bailey Peacock thing, but that Nottingham Forest player, um, I mean, a lot of people will probably compliment him for, oh, well, he did exactly right. He put pressure on the Leeds players, by the way. He had to put. Oh, Matt, he was. He was. Filthy. I mean, it was filthy. not even filthy. It was just. The sportsmanship was out the window. He was going to con his way through to everything he possibly could today. I mean, people give Alioski jip for the odd dive and that, and and you know we, we'll back that up. But players like him, I mean, they're the ones that just make you think. God, and he's English, yeah. yeah he's so you English. can't even blame this. I mean, he's obviously been influenced by this culture of of trying to con your way into a, a, a you know advantages. But him today, I've just thought, wow, I don't think I've seen a player like that that's got on my nerves as much for trying. Other than maybe Forestieri at Sheffield Wednesday, I thought he was shocking today. But reverting back to Bailey Peacock, I mean, I hear, I hear you. And I hear everyone who, who, you know, even the guys I've had a little bit, not a spat, I'll never have a spat with a Leeds fan. You know, I love, I love you all. But... For me, I think it's too an easy diversion from the the burning issue we've got. And, you know, as we go into this exciting period of January, I mean, what a month we've got. We've got some really huge games coming up. I mean, forget the FA Cup. We're at Derby the following week after that. I mean, what a game that's going to be as far as the importance of moving on and recovery and how we're going to perform. And I just really do feel we need to, to fill... And we need to sort that back four out. The back four has been really inconsistent all year. Out of all the positions, it is that back four. And I'm not, you know, and I'm not including Bailey Peacock. I think if he had a, a more solid and consistent performance in that front four, 
before him and i appreciate it's it's not on individual performance that necessarily it's actually about you know def- uh, injuries probably more so um that for me should be a priority and i'd love to see something happen in january for that i would love to see a fix come in and you know on on this whole uh focus we we have right now on on players and their performances Something hit me today when Tyler Roberts came on. I'm really not sure where he fits in anymore. I know it was a bit of a weird, unique scenario today, but um, as much as I've been excited by him this season, when he came on today, I was kind of looking at it and going, okay, so what is he going to do? Is he's, he's, What does he bring to the table and I, I I wasn't sure Tyler Roberts is fast he's big possibly strong well we haven't seen enough of him really but he's I reckon, big lad no, I, get I reckon that. He's strong. he was he's... in there I think he he was more of the target man I think I think Roberts was more of the target man seeing right. as he has taller and I think Ruth was there to just kind of like maybe get the ball run and try and him. get in mm. like run at them that's yeah. what I think he was trying to do. No, so to create um, more options, really. No, no, I, I agree. Yeah, no, I, you, you've opened my eyes to that. And I think that is more of, in the context of uh, the best of what we've got. Uh, I, and again, I think this January, absolute centre-back needs to be... Um, I, I, that, for me, I don't understand why that's more of an emergency. And I'm kind of hoping uh, I'm right and someone uh, behind... The scenes of Leeds has identified the exact person we need. But then secondary, I, I just think we need another strike. We need a different type of striker to what we got. We need a goal poacher. We need someone who's just looking to whack that tap in. There was just a number of times today where I felt like, uh, and this is when we, I think we had 11 versus 11, there were at least two chances where I thought, oh, do you know what? If we just had someone who was a natural poacher, that that might have gone well, well, in. I reckon maybe someone who's like a bit more of an all-round striker, so you know he can do the tappings, but he can also like finish shots from about thirty yards well, out. I think we've got plenty of players who can do. That. I think that's Tyler Roberts can do that. If I was going to put something to me, I think he can finish from afar. I think Roof can, and I think again he's proven that. I think Bamford can. Um, and he's a slower striker, but at the same time he's got great technique. I just want someone who I think when that ball comes fizzing across from Harrison, who will probably start again. Uh, I actually thought Harrison was unlucky today. Uh, out of all those, it seemed to be the thing that Bielsa wants to do. But I actually thought he was one of our our better players in that. I mean, he did some great techers to take on some players on that wing. It just his final ball was a bit, a bit misguided. I I just wouldn't mind seeing someone who can get on the end of those balls that come in and and you know would just be absolutely ruthless and ping it in. I'm not I'm not bothered about them being able to dribble it a hundred yards and and do a great through ball. I think you know or, or run the channels as, as a lot of people say. I just I just want to see someone be able to be like you know absolutely cutthroat and bang it in. And I'm not, I'm not again I don't have the answer to that, but I I just hope that. There's a realisation we need these elements introduced. And you know what? Let's throw in a goalkeeper there because I, I generally, as uh, I feel like I'm on my own with this. 
But I do think Bailey Peacock Farrell, I think we'll struggle to get a better keeper than him. And I think he's a great standard of keeper. All I'll ask anyone is please look at what happens in front of him before judging his reaction to to the, the goals he has conceded. I just think there's there's problems to be solved before you get to that. And if you solve those problems, I think we'd all be sitting here going, wow, what a keeper he is. He's absolutely wonderful. Um, corners defending, for example. Wow. I mean, I, I, every time we get... I don't know if any of the Leeds fans find it, but definitely you and me. When those corners come in, I, I go, oh. Here we go. Or if, or if there's something on the wide and it involves a crossing, you just kind of go, oh, we're going to struggle with this. Especially from that Blackburn game yeah. where we conceded yeah. two Not goals. Not the home game, the away. Well, that, and I think there's been other times. I mean, again, today I thought that was absolutely the big, the big issue. Just looking now at what we've got for the rest of January. And by the way, can we just say a January where we are top of the league? Let's remember that. That's top of the league. You know, that's amazing. That is, you know, we, we've ridden our luck. And do you know what? We haven't ridden it some of the years, so I'm I'm quite happy for us to do it now. We play bobbins, but yet we still end up top of the league. We get a weekend off this Sunday, QPR away in the FA Cup. 2 p.m. kickoff, so I'm assuming we must be on the telly somewhere. I'm not quite sure where. I haven't BBC, researched it. Like what do we reckon to that? I mean, uh, do you reckon he plays? He, he does what he does and starts the team he, he's started with? Or do we look at other players? I mean, it's the FA Cup. I mean, I would love it. Love it if we got the scum. Sorry to sound Kevin Keegan on you, but I'd love us to get beat QPR and get and a nice away game at Old Trafford. So yeah. I'd be up for, you know, all, all gung-ho and going for this one. Yeah, maybe like... Well, I'd like possibly see some of the youngsters start. So like maybe... Like Jamie Shackleton, Jack Clark, and Leif Davies, and um, uh, and like Will Huffer. Ooh, wholesale changes. So maybe players like them, but then keep keep like the key players, the ones that like like create the chances and the ones that can score goals. And maybe if Bamford's back, he may not be. Maybe start him. Well, Dallas and Coops were sitting in the stand today, and, and Berardi. Oh, Berardi as well, wasn't he? So I think they're kind of, um, you know, looking looking like they're probably closer to a comeback than ever. But I, I, I think it's, it'll be fascinating to see what Bielsa does for this FA Cup game. I think it really show, you know, what his intent is for this season. Will he fall into the stereotypical, I'll save my players for the next game, which is huge for us now. This is a massive game as far as our progression this season's concerned. You know, that these guys are becoming title challengers. You know, what you know, playoff and, and automatic promotion challenges. Um, they're looking they're looking really sweet, our Derby, Friday the eleventh, on telly. Um I mean, it's too far ahead to predict, but I suppose it is our next league game. I mean, I'm I'm kind of thinking we're going to be lucky to get a result out of this. I think maybe a 2-1 win, because do keep in mind we did beat these a lot 4-1 away yeah, from Yeah, but home. they've got a lot better since then, yeah, yeah, and would. we've got they a would. lot worse. They would have, but I reckon 2-1. Two, 2-1, one. Two, one. Yeah, no, I'm happy with that. And then after that, another huge game, which I'm going to try and get us to, which is uh, away at Stoke on Saturday the 19th. Away at Stoke, and it's a 3pm kickoff, so I'm assuming it's not on telly. I mean, Stoke, they're looking like a mid-table side right now. 
I'm going to go for a 2-1 win to us. You see, I reckon those guys are going to come rocketing back. Uh, but I think a lot, I think, you know, the QPR game coming up, interesting to see what we do. My care factor about the QPR game is, is 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 really low beyond wouldn't it be great to go and get one of the big boys beyond that. And then at the end of the month, we've got 26, Saturday the 26, away at Rotherham. Um, no idea. 2-0, Well, I just... I, I think so much is pivotal on how we play against Derby. Batty about, about reading. This is where Lad picks out a fact from David Batty's autobiography because, hey, we all should know a little bit more about David Batty to keep us going in life. So when he was playing for Blackburn, they were on the team bus going down the M1 and they decided to play a game where they got the emergency hammer from the emergency glass window and they played the game where they had to they had to keep hitting it, but every time someone hit it, they had to hit it harder. But then it got to the point where the window actually smashed and then the coach had to pull over into a into a lay-by. Batty about, about reading. Lad shouts. Uh, again, huge big up to all the Hull City fans who are following and retweeting our social accounts at the moment. Uh, thanks loads for that. I just feel sorry for all those Hull City fans who probably dive in and listen to this. I can't imagine it's much fun listening to a team top of the league um, that you guys see as a rival. But hey... Big shout out to you anyway for bigging us up on the social, but the people who really count, the Leeds fans who support us and, you know, make things happen for this podcast and we're ever so grateful for starting off with Twitter. At Josh Millward 4, at Johnny Leeds 71, at Ali Gowton, at Mr. Andrew Irvine, at the Jackie Calve, at Tony Leons 66. And then Instagram shouts. At LUFC fans 2019, at Leeds.United.forever, at, at the Chris Adam Woods, at Salim La Miranio Official, at Leaf Davies 31. It might actually be the real Leaf Davies. I think it is. We hope I it checked is. On his Insta we hope it is. And it is. At Toby Holdway Leeds, and at Big D2754. Big D. Uh, yeah, so there we go. It's been uh, a horrific day as far as a performance from the team and uh, the result. But I think let's just all put into context that beautiful 15 minutes of play that we had. Let's all chill out on Bailey Key Peacock Farrell. Do you think, lad? No, you probably don't. You want to see him replaced. But hey, yeah. I think we should all chill on him a bit. We are top of the league at the start of 2019 and I think that's really important to remember man you know we're not going to play much like we did today hopefully moving on all eyes really are on Derby let's keep it let's keep it all believing in Bielsa if we win against QPR hopefully we'll uh, get a good draw that makes us even more excited but hey all eyes on Derby let's do this Leeds come on Leeds to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter. Follow on Instagram at Lad to Leeds. Facebook. Search Lad to Leeds.